0: Welcome to the 859 Insider Podcast. I'm your co-host, Noah Ziegler, alongside my good friend and co-host, Adam Conradi. We're here with a week one recap, and then we'll uh, give a little bit of a preview of week two. But uh, we're going to run through the week one recap or week one games uh, for football in the 859 region. Um, before we kick things off, though, Adam, how you doing? How you feeling after uh, we- Friday Night Lights officially back?
1: Oh, I'm just very excited for football to be back. A uh, very solid week 1. Pretty much every team start or every team playing game this week, getting their first games in. Some had some good showing, some not so much, but it's a long season and uh we're we're going to be here for all of it and I'm very excited. Let's get it let's get it going.
0: Let's get it going. So The first game was Thursday, so Thursday Night Lights. Uh, I believe it was at Thomas More because it was Newport versus Mason County. Newport, uh, as we said in our previous episode, not playing at their home stadium. It was condemned. They're going to uh, renovate it, and hopefully that'll get back up soon. But this game at Thomas More, no stats available, but Mason County took that one 48 to six uh we knew newport was going to have uh they were going to have some growing pains this year uh they had a um a sub 500 year last year and it's it's just not looking uh not a good start so it's unfortunately for them just got to move on they play uh bishop Brossert next which of course won't be an easy one as Brossert coming off a win which we will talk about later but of course uh, moving on to Friday night. Uh, the first final score that came in was from Lexington. The Connor Krugers uh, fell to Henry Clay twenty-five to fourteen. Um, Adam, what did you see with that game? I think Connor again, another team going through a lot of change. Uh, losing a uh, quarterback, Alex Kastrosi, and uh, their running back whose name slips my mind right now, but I believe he transferred to Hamilton in Ohio. Uh, we had a couple of transfers up to the uh, other side of the river. a couple to Princeton uh, and a couple to hamilton but um yeah so again connor uh falling by 11 points to henry clay uh brennan cayley i'm 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 sorry if i'm mispronouncing that but he went 12 of 20 uh no interceptions one touchdown pass but he only had 93 yards and then on the ground the cougars had 34 attempts for 64 yards and a score so not a lot of offensive production but adam what did you see from the cougars on friday night as they uh once again fell twenty five
1: fourteen uh yeah, Connor just had a slow start uh, to the game on Friday. Uh, I mean they're they obviously lost a lot as you mentioned as you mentioned, replacing a quarterback and a, and a running back that is absolutely huge. Uh, Kayler or Kaylee, uh, not sure how it's pronounced, but yeah, he didn't make any big mistakes or anything. Uh, their defense looked pretty solid. Ben Faye led him led the defense with uh, eleven tackles. Uh, it, it seems like they're just going through some early season growing pains. Is what it looks like to me. They have underclassmen playing up. I'm sure they'll be they'll uh have a much better, a very very different team by the end of the season than they had week one. Because even in the second half, they started playing much much better and the offense came alive a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely, but unfortunately, it's uh it's one of those it's one of those situations where you don't really have much room for growing pains because next up on the uh, schedule is Ryle and we'll, we'll again talk a little bit uh about that game in uh in a few minutes or moments but um yeah they play Ryle next so that's going to be a big test early uh you know you get you get the game against Henry Clay out of the way you get the first game jitters out but it, it's some of that offensive uh production if if you wanted time to uh see it ramp up or if you wanted time to kind of ease into it, time is not their friend with a big game against ryle moving on the next game was a 48 nothing uh blowout holy cross defeating bellevue uh it, it, yeah <laughs> I, I, I i don't really think there's much to it uh holy cross put up 175 yards on the ground on 23 carries um zach brooks four or five 55 yards and a touchdown efficient uh it yeah, I think that was a pretty expected result. Bellevue, again, not not a very good year last year, but trying to get it together. Not a great start for the Tigers. Um,
1: uh, also, shout out to Javier Ward from Holy Cross. He had a 36-yard pick six, and he had a kick re- kick return for a touchdown, so two spe- or defensive touchdowns, special teams touchdown for him on the night, and also two catches for 33 yards. Uh, I think... It, Based off that game, it looks like he's going to take Holy Cross uh, as far as he wants to, along with their basketball team this year. He's one of the best basketball players, two sports star. So uh, he's definitely a player to watch for on um, Holy Cross this year.
0: Definitely, definitely. And it's uh, going to be interesting to see how, how he does with that. Love seeing the basketball stars and the football stars, uh, or kind of, I guess, the basketball stars who are also football stars. We saw that with the uh, Callaways at Holmes. And I mean that that worked out great because they had a great couple of years. Uh, next game is the Covington Catholic Colonels. They took on a GCL South team in the Elder Panthers. Uh, took them out at home. Great great atmosphere. It looks like, but the Colonels fell forty two to twenty one. Again, it, it's it's hard to beat those GCL South teams no matter what. Uh, they're they're I mean they they do have some good things to look at though. Uh, quarterback Evan Pitzer went 12 of 18, had 168 yards and two touchdowns uh, it, it, on the ground. They put up a pretty sizable amount, 154 yards off 27 rushes. Again, when you're just playing, you're playing a team like elder, it's, it's always going to be difficult. So it's, um again, it's hard to be, it's hard to beat those GCL South teams, but as, as weird as it is to say losing by three score or, yeah three score sorry <laughs> it's been a, it's been a while since i have done math clearly um then that's, that's not a terrible result they play pikeville at uh at pikeville in the pike county bowl next but uh adam what'd you see with the colonels uh they again a couple of bright spots gonna be interesting when they play a few out-of-town teams but i uh, i think cuffcast gonna be kind of back in that uh prime spot of contention this year what do you think
1: uh yeah i think there were a lot of more positive signs to negative signs from CupCath in this game. I mean, putting up 21 points against the GCL team is always pretty impressive. I know they didn't get the result they wanted to, and they probably didn't. They didn't have a great start to the game, but they had a solid finish to it. But, I mean, there were, as you said, a lot of bright spots. Uh, Evan Pitzer had a great game, and also uh, wide receiver Willie Rodriguez, three catches for 103 yards and a touchdown. He had had a great game. So, it looks like CupCath's on the track to have on pace to have a great
0: year speaking of teams that are on pace to have a great year this has been over a year waiting and i'm happy that we could finally kind of talk about this because it's been brewing for a while i think simon kenton 56 odom county 16 now obviously we can't have the hype train leave the station just yet but chase crone he's got it's got to be one of the best quarterbacks in the region and it's it's starting to be it's the pieces are starting to get put together uh, last year, obviously, Simon Kenton, it felt like the thing that was holding them back was they didn't really have much of a defense. And it they didn't give Chase Crone a lot of time to cook. And this year, so far he's cooking. He gets the season started with a uh, 80% passing, 170 yard, 171 yards on eight completions, two touchdowns. He added 29 yards on the ground. Jaden Lawson putting 53 yards off 10 rushing attempts and a score. That's that's a huge win, and I'm so excited that they have another test against Highlands, who will just be. We'll talk talk about this in a second. Highlands just coming off a game that they probably want to forget quickly, and I think it's just going to be a great matchup of two different storylines, two teams with you know kind of very two teams in different spots. I'm really excited for that matchup. But Adam, uh, what do you think about Simon Kenton? Because I feel like I'm a lot higher um on them then probably i don't know i don't i don't know if people other people share that sentiment but i really do think that simon kent has potential to be a dangerous team this year what do you think
1: Uh, yeah it's always exciting when you have a fourth year quarterback coming back for his senior year and chase crone he's I, I think he's 100 or 200 yards away from breaking their all-time passing yards record, so that's very exciting obviously as you said a great great start to the season very efficient 171 yards and two touchdowns on eight passes i mean you doesn't get much better than that and also 29 yards on the ground. And also a senior running back in Jaden Lawson with a lot of experience and where Simon Kenton had their issues last year was their defense. So holding Oldham County to 16 points on the road is a great great sign to for an improved defense because that is exactly what Simon Kenton needs if they want to make a a deep run this year.
0: Simon Kenton lost to Oldham County to begin last year 35-29 that was at home. So again just a, a really a, that's a great start for them and uh Roy Lucas leading the way it's going to be an exciting year for Simon Kenton. Um I'm going to jump to Saturday real quick cuz I just talked about this uh or referred to Highlands but Highlands uh falling 49-14 to South Warren in the Rafferty's Bowl at Western Kentucky University. That I, I look I don't think I didn't expect Highlands to come out and win by a substantial amount, but for the amount of hype they generated over the summer, winning a seven on seven tournament at EKU, just kind of a lot of hype around them, you know, coach getting into another, uh, another year under his belt. And they come out and they get beaten by a good South Warren team. Brody Benke going seven of 13, 84 yards, uh, through the air and two touchdowns, uh, it it was just not a good day on the ground. Only forty one yards total. It's just one of those games where it's y- you 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 obviously want to start out a lot better, but losing to a fellow uh, a fellow Class Five A team like that, uh, not an ideal start. Adam, uh, what do you think about Highlands and their uh, big loss to South Warren?
1: Uh, yeah, definitely not the start you're looking for to start the season. Uh big loss on the road, but uh, from what I've read there, they made a lot of, they had a lot of mistakes in in the red zone. They had a few fumbles, a couple of pick sixes. So things that are fixable, if you just play a little bit, a little bit uh, better football, honestly. So it looks like Highlands, you know, not, not off to a great start, but I mean, as you mentioned before this game tomorrow night against Simon Kenton at Highlands is going to be very, very showing of where they are because Southworn was ranked number one in most 5A state polls this year. So they're, they have a very, very solid returning team. So it, uh, you can't take too much away from Highlands having a bad loss to the number one team in the state. But as we mentioned, it, it didn't look great. So that's where people are finding some, having some concerns with them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. It's not like a uh oh, Highlands is terrible or whatnot. But it's one of those results that just kind of like eh, yeah. You, I mean, obviously, you want to win every single game. But if you're gonna lose, you don't want it to be like that. You don't want the too much of the momentum to be taken out. Um, but I I think they're gonna be fine. I think the coaches and the players still know that. Um, and like you said, if there if there are a lot of mistakes, especially the coaches and players know what needs to be done. And something like that, you know, those mistakes, they can, they can be fixed. They can be fixed, especially over uh, the course of a season. And I'm sure Highlands is going to figure it out. And again, they're going to have a huge test against Simon Ketton. And that'll be really telling to see how they play against uh, more, a similar competition. Moving on uh, was a, a near upset. So close. So agonizingly close for one of those schools. Dixie Heights escaping Lloyd 13 to 12 it was it, it was almost there I, I i believe uh there was a facebook post in the northern kentucky high school football uh group i i cannot i don't remember the last time lloyd beat dixie in football and i don't think people in the comments really could have remembered and that that just would have been a great result for the juggernauts uh they were up was it, they were up 12 to nothing uh was it going into the fourth quarter Adam, or was it just seven nothing or 12 to 7 going into the fourth quarter uh,
1: i believe it was Twelve to seven going into the fourth quarter. Uh, yeah, very very close game the entire time. I believe Lloyd had the lead for most of the game, and Dixie had a drive with two minutes left, a very long drive, and they were able to score to go up thirteen to twelve with I believe a minute left or fifty seconds, and they were able to stop stop Lloyd on the other end to pull out the win. But yeah, a huge scare for Dixie at home on their opening night. Uh, I'm sure not. Not too many people expected that game to be that close.
0: Yep, that was definitely uh a bit surprising that it was that close, but kind of like what we said about Covecast, just a couple things to take away from that game for Lloyd. Um, I mean they, they hold a team that is it's a bigger school. Lloyd is two A, Dixie is six A. Yeah, six A. <laughs> um and and they play Grant County next, and that—that's that, again they could very much win. So I think Lloyd is on on track still. They're going to be fine, but Dixie again. We talk about teams with big tests this week. Dixie versus Cooper next week. That's going to be huge, and we're going to talk about Cooper just in a second. Uh, but this Dixie—that's not that's. You always want to start with the win. Don't get me wrong, but they lost a lot last year, and if that's the uh, if that's the start, then. We're going to have to see what happens next week against Cooper. Speaking of the Jags, Cooper falling to George Rogers, Clark 28, nothing a game that. Again, I I felt like Cooper had a lot of hype coming into this year, and maybe that was just kind of us putting the hype on it or whatnot, but um quarterback Cam O'Hara coming in, throwing uh, 13 of 26, 77 yards and one interception. Eli White getting 53 yards on the ground. uh, On the defensive side, Jack Lonaker with 18 tackles. Austin Alexander with nine. And Mason Stanton with nine as well. Getting shut out at home opening weekend, not ideal. But, Adam, uh, what do you think the Jaguars probably need to figure out as they uh, travel to Dixie Heights this upcoming uh, Friday.
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, as you said, tough, tough start to start to the season. Not putting up any points. You don't. You never want to get shut out week one. But as you mentioned, they play Dixie this coming week. Both of them coming off. I'm sure what they would say are not great performances this past week so we'll see who can bounce back and that that's going to be very telling of uh, where these teams are going to be because right now you you we really can't tell i mean cooper obviously has a lot of talent that as as we've talked about but not a great first first week performance by them mm-hmm. and we
0: we're talking about that uh, before we started recording how it it's kind of hard to talk about the teams because it, it feels like not all of them played sort of we don't have a good sort of barometer just yet but we have a couple of matchups this upcoming week that are just a, i mean they're going to be very telling in that a uh, dixie versus cooper game is going to be really telling them both because like i said i feel like both teams are going to want to do a lot better than what they did in week one moving on uh real quick holmes with a 68 to 12 win over grant county holmes picking up right where they left off last regular season um, so that will be interesting to watch Holmes as they continue throughout the season but uh losing the callaways no issue for the Bulldogs at least so far. Campbell County defeated Newcath 28 to 18. that was a, a another game I believe it was at Thomas Moore uh it, it was it was definitely an interesting game because you know New coming in uh one of the higher ranked 1A teams. And Camel County, I mean, just again a much bigger school. Uh, Camel County beat New Cath last year, or so. Um, but for the Camels, quarterback Nathan Smith with 158 yards. He also ran for 189 yards and three touchdowns uh, off 24 carries. Wow! So he already he already got that to deal with is uh, a kind of a big uh, big reason why the Camels took that uh, took the victory. Uh, for the thoroughbreds, Colton Smith threw for 166 yards and an interception. He did add two touchdowns on the ground, though. Uh, Dimitri Welch adding 34 yards on the ground, and Matthew Lund- Landrum sorry, uh, having 71 yards, receiving Luke Runyon adding 56. Uh, it, I mean, it, it, again, one of those games where I don't think new ca- like it's a, you know, oh, go ahead and write the season off. And speaking of uh, Holmes, Newcath plays Holmes this upcoming Friday. So that'll be, again, just another another game where it's just kind of a big test for both teams, but um, Campbell County with a nice, solid 28-18 win to uh, start the year before they take on Woodford County next. But, Adam, uh, what did you, you think about that game? Again, I think I think Campbell County was kind of the expected winner, but I think Newcath definitely showed some good signs uh, for what's to come.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh... I believe this is always the first game of both their seasons. So uh, Campbell County has been pretty solid over the past few years, and it's always a good test for a uh, new to start the season. And putting up 18 points on the on the road against Campbell County is, is solid to start the year. It looks like it's a much, much improved Campbell County team from last year. Nathan Smith, as you mentioned, looks pretty impressive. I mean, 180-plus yards on the ground and three touchdowns from the quarterback. It's definitely catching the eye. So, well, yeah, I mean, week one, you can't take too much out of the results. But Campbell County, I mean, they travel to Woodford County this coming week. Woodford County is a pretty solid team and a first away game of the year. And then on September 2nd, they're at home versus Highlands. And that's going to be an absolutely massive, massive matchup for them. Highlands 0-1 to start the season, and then they host uh, Simon Kenton tomorrow night and then they have at campbell county three very very big games for them
0: definitely and on the topic of quarterbacks who can run walton verona got a pretty big win over scott beating them 31 14 uh walton losing a key player from last year we talked about earlier uh, who transferred to princeton um but Walton starting off strong two players get over hundred yards rushing Jack quarterback Jackson Smith uh, threw four of eight for 28 yards. So, you know, did throw it a little bit, but uh, what really sticks out is his 17 carries for 128 yards. Didn't find the end zone though, but Christopher Harward did. He ran for 112 yards and had four touchdowns. So he had all four touchdowns for the Bearcats. Uh, again, a good start for them. Um, a. Boland sorry, had eight total tackles, one and a half tackles for loss. Gavin Hunter with two TFLs. Uh, Bearcats with a solid win. That was a that was a pretty big game for them to kind of come out and see what they could do against a, a pretty decent Scott team. Uh, Bearcats move on. They'll face Holy Cross this week, and Scott will take on Boone County, which which is going to be an interesting one. Um, and we'll bring up the Boone County one in a second, but um, Adam walton verona that was a pretty impressive win
1: oh yeah great start for walton verona uh as we mentioned last week uh they lost their quarterback from last year to graduation and trey ferguson but it looks like they're going to be running a different style of an offense this year with jackson smith Uh, a lot more running game involved with two running backs with him and uh chris harward and it looks like that's off to a great start uh maybe they could uh Challenge in 2A this year They, they return a lot of talent uh, Great start to the year I mean, we'll see
0: Next up is uh, Ryle falling to LexCath 27-21 Ryle, oh, one of those teams uh, Expected to kind of hover around the top 10 I think in their class Returning quarterback Logan v Who went 20 of 30 228 yards, one touchdown, one interception Jace Harden adding 84 yards On the ground And v was 62 himself uh, Caden Gardner doing his thing, 153 yards, receiving one touchdown. Ryle's going to be fine. I I don't think there's much to add. A shout out to Lexington Catholic quarterback, uh, Jackson Wasick, 217, 217 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, H- Hunter Foster getting 101 yards through the air and two touchdowns. Um, I, again, one of those games where I think it's not just unlucky for Ryle, almost had it. Um, you know, it's probably a game where if they play again, Raoul could very much win. If they played ten times, you probably get five out, five and five. So, um, Adam, any quick thoughts on uh, Rob versus Excal? Uh,
1: yeah, I actually got to watch some of this game on Prep Spin, and I saw Caden Gardner's touchdown. I think it was fifty, fifty something yards. It was very Jamar Chase-esque against the Chiefs last year. He uh cut back he's caught it on the right side of the field and then cut back to the left and took it down. Probably beat like six, six or seven guys on Lex cat's defense. It was very, very impressive. I haven't seen a replay of it since, but shout out to him. That was an incredible touchdown from him. And as you said, Ryle's gonna be fine this year. If he played this game's I, I think they'd split five five if, if they played this every time. It came down to the wire and Lex Cath got the win at home, but Ryle looked a very, very, very solid opening opening showing from them
0: all right just quick firing these last couple of results bishop brosser coming out with a 28 18 win over dayton ludlow defeating gallatin county 48 to 20 and boone county with a big 20 to 18 win over russell so shout out to those teams for winning beachwood with the commanding 36 nothing win they're back and they're going to be. It, <laughs> they look pretty dang good, and you would you would not think that they just lost uh, a quarterback in Cam Hergut. And then to wrap everything up, Penland County fell to Pike Central, forty-six to twelve. Just moving on to a couple of games next week. We talked a lot about some of those really good barometers. Uh, Ryle's going to be playing Connor. That's in Hebron at seven p.m. A good ki- or seven p.m. kickoff. Scott playing at Boone County. That's a 7 p.m. kickoff as well. Uh, Just again, a couple of games where we're really going to see what each team has. Cooper versus Dixie Heights, um, I think, is one of the biggest games of the week simply because it. it, I think both teams have a lot of potential, but um, we're really going to see how both teams respond, which is a really big, kind of really big, big determination of what a team is like. So, Adam, what are you looking forward to with that uh, Cooper Dixie
1: matchup? Uh, before we get to that, to the, to the, uh, final score, uh, Newport just beat Bishop Rossert 7-0 tonight. So, Newport with a big win. shutout out win over Bishop Rossert on the road tonight in uh, Thursday Night Football.
0: That's huge. Wow. I I would not have picked them. Congratulations to the Wildcats. That's a, that's a classic Newport win.
1: This is going to be a very, very telling matchup, as we mentioned earlier in the episode. Cooper with a rough start to the season getting shut out. Dixie with a disappointing start, in the se- start to the season at home against Lloyd. And they don't return much from last year's team. So they're going to be in a rebuilding this year, year this year. So uh, we're really going to find out where Dixie is. And if I had to pick somebody in this game, I would probably go with Cooper because they just return far more, far more experience than Dixie from this past year. And, Cooper's defense is solid. We know that. Jack Loniker, 18 tackles this past week. They have Austin Alexander. They're the guys. I mean, I I think I think Cooper will be fine in this one. They just got to get their offense going. hmm
0: And quick plug, listen to our podcast episode with Coach Randy Borchers, head coach of the Cooper Jags. We talked to him before uh mm-hmm. their opening game against George Rogers Clark. Um another huge game this week which I think I would put as the big like if they had 859 game day potential idea uh put that Highlands hosting Simon Kenton seven o'clock that's a huge game I think that's uh, we're gonna see is Simon Kenton for real is Highlands back what are we what are we gonna see it's gonna be really interesting to see both those teams uh face off I'm really excited for that one Adam
1: yeah, that should be a really fun one. We've already previewed that a little bit, so I don't think we need to go too much further into that one.
0: Holmes versus NCC should also be a really good matchup. Uh, a couple of teams that always play really close to each other. Um, so that'll be a really good, Uh, again, just a good, I always say barometer, I feel like, early in the season, but it's just going to be a good test for both teams. And then Covcath playing Pikeville, a chance for them to get back to uh back to winning ways, but um adam any closing thoughts
1: i'm uh, just excited to be back for another week of high school football on friday night lights uh gonna be a very very exciting season this year uh just released our rankings they're on instagram if you want to check those out and uh yeah we'll be covering a bunch of games tomorrow night so uh check our twitter feed check the website every everything uh also the instagram stories as well we'll have all the final scores there in uh, real time
0: Sounds like a damn good plan. For Adam Conrady, I'm Noah Ziegler. Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next time.